It's Friday. It's Friday. Good morning, everybody. I can see you long distance this way, but as soon as I put this on, you're all blurry. I am currently setting up my cameras, my autofocus. I have a cup of coffee in hand. I'm about to start Daily Grind, dear patron. And um, I have to autofocus. You can't start recording and use this app to autofocus. So this camera is the only one working. This one's not working yet, but as soon as I get the autofocus done, cheese, smile, mist, and smile. It's done, we can start. So I hit record there. Pop this down over here on the couch. For some of you guys, if you've sort of seen why I look down this way, it's because I have my little iPad down there with this app running so I can see that both cameras are recording. And then that's how we get ready. And I love it, I love, I simply love being in this beautiful room. Uh, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. The Mustard Seed Studios. Good morning, Lord. I thank you for this Friday. I thank you for this opportunity, Father, to stand before you at this grinder. And as I turn this grinder, Father, I pray in my heavenly language. It's good to be with you on Friday morning. And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty happy that we're at the end of the week. It's not been a bad week. It's been a good week, actually. Technically, if you're believing and walking with the Lord, is there such thing as a good and bad week? <laughs> In theory, no. <laughs> because whether it's good or bad, our wonderful Father in Heaven walks with us and His Spirit indwells us. His Word, <clears throat> which was made flesh, Jesus, is at the right hand of the Father in this dimension of heaven interceding for me and, 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 and you and beseeching the Father on all of this. Just yesterday um, in Daily Ground, I was commenting on the fact that the Father is the vine dresser. He is tending the branches and observing the fruitfulness of each branch, you and I being a branch, plugged into Jesus who is the vine and the Father, the vine dresser. That's what he focuses on. He is focusing on perhaps, and I can't say this for sure, but I can, I can assume he's focusing on humanity. All seven billion plus human beings on this earth, there's a plan for their lives. There is a purpose for their lives. And there's also a battle for each one of our lives. Um, a battle against wrong thinking, a battle against an enemy without a spiritual enemy that would either try to oppress or indeed 
in some cases, possess us. Now, if you're born again and spirit-filled, I don't believe you can be possessed of the devil, of the enemy, but you can definitely be oppressed by the, the spiritual realm. And so the father is the vine dresser and he's taking care of all of us. He is making sure that those that are fruitful are pruned and those that were in Jesus are in Jesus. If they're not, they cut away and those branches are discarded. They are separated from the vine. By the way, the reason that they did not produce fruit was because each branch made a decision in its own right not to to be connected to the vine and therefore not to draw nourishment from that. Now, it's a metaphor. I get it. I understand it. And um, this is not a discussion today. Once saved, always saved. Let's have that on another day in another forum, not on daily grind. But it is quite clear as Jesus likens us to branches and Him being the vine, our responsibility is to bear fruit. And we can only bear fruit when we're plugged into Him. And the Father is the one who prunes our lives. He looks over our lives. He molds and shapes you and me. And this is a wonderful thing to think that the God of the universe that created all that is seen and unseen is about focusing on the body of Christ, on, on humanity, and focusing on us all being fruitful. So, I'm just one of those little branches, and I'm just sharing you my my limited revelation that I have received as I'm walking and no doubt you and I both receive le le wonderful revelations from the Father. We get great epiphanies, epiphanies on a daily basis and this is, this is the joy of the journey in my opinion. That the Father reveals Himself, He reveals His will to us and it's a wow, wow and it doesn't stop, it just keeps growing from glory to glory. We see different aspects of the heart and the passion and the compassion of the Father for you and for me. I just wanted to share that. On this Friday morning, I'm still enjoying the manna from yesterday. And, um, but I had an interesting thought as I came in here and, I, and, and you saw how I set the cameras up and you saw me giving you guys a quick little outline of what I need to do. I had a cup of coffee in my hands, if you missed that. Uh, I tagged it on the beginning of the steady grind, as you know. <laughs> but I had a thought. And it's one I'm going to investigate. But if you think about it, Moses, the babe, saved by the daughter of Pharaoh, who then instructed the young girl who was following Moses, who happened to be Moses' sister watching over him, um, to find someone to wean him. So the young sister immediately, with the smartness of God, went back and found the biological mum of Moses, brought her to the, to, the, uh, to the daughter of Pharaoh, and then it ended up being employed to raise her own son as an adopted son of Pharaoh's daughter. We all know the story. But clearly we can see that God is aligning this, this babe and raising this babe into a child, a young man, to become a prince of Egypt. Uh, and this all happened thousands of years ago. You can read it in the book, in the Bible, and um, the book of Exodus. And you can then see how at one point, Moses, understanding he had a destiny in his life, but he tried to do it as a good idea, not as a God idea. And he also was ahead of God's timing. And what he did was he murdered someone in order to protect an Israelite or a Hebrew, as, as the, the Old Testament calls uh, the Jews of that day. And um, 
Moses flees because he is fearful that he will then he will get into trouble. So the prince of Egypt literally disappears um, out of Egypt and flees and is gone for 40 years. And this is the thought I had this morning when I was coming in here. Because I'm coming into this room as someone also who's made mistakes or made a choice that was premature or a choice that was done in an incorrect timing. It doesn't matter how you want to evaluate it, we've all done this. And you flee. You flee physically or you flee uh, in terms of giving up a vision for a season or you even flee God. And just thinking about it, Moses, tended sheep. He raised sheep and, sheep and goats. And um, one day he was doing what I'm trying to explain to, to myself and to you. This is the idea that I had. Every day he'd be doing the same thing. And at one point he got married. And at one point he had kids. But he was doing the same thing every day. I bet you he went past that same bush as long as that bush was little and grew up. I bet you that was a, a regular cyclical journey, whether it happened in days or weeks or month cycles, I, I don't know. But the feeling is that he went by that place in a habit. And how was the man himself, Moses, being molded? How was his mind changing, his thought process? How was he maturing? He must have been reflecting on, man, I know I had a destiny. I know I had a calling. I know I had something special to do for God. Look how I was saved by not none other than the daughter of Pharaoh. How my own mother was brought to raise me. How I had lived a life of privilege, of luxury. How I was educated with the, the, the highest knowledge in the land. Raised to be a ruler. And here I'm in the wilderness tending these sheep. And I imagine this is something that happened every day as he took the sheep to grazing and brought them back. I, I, I'm just imagining. I'm not saying this is specifically what happened. I'm just imagining. I'm just sharing this with you and I. And that's my thought process. So even as I come into this room every day and I turn this grinder, and I go, my goodness me, I used to be the founder and chief executive of God TV, Britain and Europe's first daily Christian television channel. I had a team of 220 people working with me, me, the privilege to work with them. We worked together on a vision that reached over 900 million homes. And it's like, and here I turn a grind every day, on my own, switching these cameras on, setting things up. In this little tiny studio, when we had three or four studios at one stage around the world, 10 offices around the world, over three and a half million people regularly on a month-by-month -month basis watching the network that I had set up by the the grace of the Lord that I was the chief exec and the chairman of. So I identify in a sense with Moses and I'm not sure Moses had any idea that his life would change radically, that actually he did have a calling from God. He just tried to jump in and to rule and serve and support his people when he was a young prince. Murdering was not the right way to go and he fled because it wasn't God's time and it wasn't God's ultimate purpose even though he had all the gifting to deliver that. So, as I came in this morning, I had a pondering. It was like, yeah, how, how many times did he go past that same bush? 
and I don't know, but I bet you a lot of times. But one day, that bush was touched by the Spirit of the Most High God, and it started to burn. Whether it was a blue flame, or a red flame, or an orange flame, or a yeah, I don't know, but it burnt, and it was not consumed. The fire of God was on that bush. So much so that Moses stopped. He goes, okay, I see the fire. It might be a funny looking fire. I see the bush. There's something different here. This bush is not being consumed. And then suddenly the bush starts to speak. Now, whether he heard it with his internal ears or his external ears. But Moses heard the bush, <laughs> the fiery bush. And you and I will have that same moment in some way in our lives because I believe we're all called by the Father to a purpose. I said last week that God doesn't use us. He never uses us. He gives us freedom, free will. But once we choose Him, and in Moses' case, it was a very specific and critical mission that God was uh, calling Him to. In that situation, you can see the hand of the Lord on Moses. God knew Moses would say yes, but Mo it would be a difficult yes, and it would be a challenging yes. And I don't want to spend this whole daily ground talking about Moses, but I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about I'm thinking, that, okay, I get it. So that's what happens when I come into this upper room to turn the grinder. I'll walk in and I just hear the Spirit whisper to me, and it'll be like, yeah, I need to think. So I'm thinking about it aloud, and I'm dragging you into that thought process. Dear patron, or if you're listening on the podcast, dear podcast listener, um, thank you, Father in heaven. Who knows? Maybe I'll walk in and one day there'll be fire all over this grinder. Why not? God did it to a bush. And then he'll be saying to me, Rory, get those, get those shoes off your feet. You're standing on holy ground. And I could believe that. I mean, if the fire was on the, on the ground, I would definitely believe that. But I'm saying even now, as you and I find a point in the day, as you and I find the habit or develop the habit, find the discipline to develop the habit to reach that point every day and just pray in your heavenly language. You and I might think we're doing it, but actually the Father is ordering our steps into that habit and into that situation where finally at some point, I believe you, will, you and I will have a burning bush experience. It's not only once you have these experiences, by the way. Moses went to have a plenty of them, plenty of them, like his staff turned into a snake. And seeing the hand of God through him do extraordinary uh, signs and wonders all the way through until he finally died at the age of 120 years old. So, don't get me talking about 120 years old. Um, <laughs> think about it. All I'm saying is Moses had a calling, he had a destiny, he was walking in it, he did something wrong, he made a good idea, not a God idea, bad choice murdered someone, frankly, actually murdered somebody and then fled for his life, disappeared to the wilderness, was out of sight and mind. Nobody knew where the Prince of Egypt had disappeared to. 
and we know he had brothers, maybe sisters too, in terms of uh, Pharaoh's children. And, um, but one day he would profoundly and dramatically impact Egypt and he would rescue the Hebrews from 400 years of slavery and they would walk out of Egypt with the wealth of Egypt and move into the divine purpose for a, for a nation that would be born again, the nation of Israel. And I don't mean spiritually born again, I mean physically born again. Um, they would move to the promised land and eventually out of that small group of people, uh, the Bible calls them obstinate and stiff-necked people. These were not the easiest people. But they were God's people because out of them he planned from a virgin to bring forth his word made flesh, Jesus. So Father, I thank you for this day and I thank you for burning bushes and I thank you for divine alignment. I thank you for God purposes. I thank you for your gifting which rules in my being. It bubbles in my nature and I thank you, Father, that gifting is without repentance. I also thank you, Father, that we are prepared as you prepared Moses in what seemed to be mistakes and challenges and poor decisions, even in violence, Father. You prepare us for a point in time where you will supernaturally interrupt our mundane day-to-day -day lives as we seek you. And I have no doubt, Father, that the heart of Moses was broken the day he murdered that Egyptian. And, and then, over those 40 years, Father, I have no doubt that he sought you every day, that he talked with you, that he worshipped you. I'm sure of this, Father. In my spirit, in my mind, in my heart. And that, Father, on a certain point in time, you knew that he was ready. And you revealed yourself to him at that burning bush. Toko rundo, holy ground. Holy ground, the Kia Sakaramate Keshinde, Rembe Tedere de Kiandara Matakande. My prayer, Father God, is that this upper room becomes holy ground. Holy ground, Ro Tekia Sandara Matakandienda. This studio, Father, this mustard seed studio, holy ground, Retekia Shakaramandara Makamanda. Oh, and bless this dear patron, Father that they will walk continually on holy ground. It is Friday, it is daily grind. And I'm just hanging out with you, dear patron, as I'm hanging out with the Father, and I'm just gonna turn this grind in a few moments. Here I go, <laughs> in a few moments, he says. But I just wanted to share that with you. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this grinder. I thank you for your leading and I thank you for the opportunity that I can stand before you on this Friday. And precious Spirit of God, I am so grateful for you, Holy Ghost. Rende de 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 kia takasandara de de kia taramata kata 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 k
Thank you, Father in heaven. I praise your holy name. I praise your holy name. Oh, wonderful Lord Jesus. Remba kata kashingere de kiata kasanda lingere de de kiata tandre de kiata kasapatandre de kitende remba katendre de kiata kasakapakandra batakasundo Father, I praise your holy name. Jesus in heaven, tokoro na de kiata kusende. I'm going to carry on grinding. Um, Appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend. The Lord bless you and yours. And um, try and find one day to rest where you switch off that phone and switch off that iPad and switch off that computer and whatever the device is or whatever the challenge is or whatever the work is, I pray you find a day that you can rest. We call it Shabbat. Um, I like to try and make it a Saturday if it's at all possible. And sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, sometimes it turns into a Sunday. And um, try and find a day to rest. It's important that we take one day out of the week at least to before the Lord. Enjoy our families and just enjoy one another and leave aside that regular day-to-day -day workload. Amen. Till Monday morning, I'll be back right, right here. Bright, bright, bright here. Bright-eyed and bushy. i got to wake up. It's like 10 to 8 in the morning, which is not early. But it's also not late. But for me... As the creative artist, as the musician, as the producer, as the presenter, and as the appreciator of you, dear patron, uh, it's pretty early. So, um, if I've not made sense, I hope I will make more sense on Monday. But until then, lots of love from me, Rory Alec. I'll see you soon. Ciao for now. Oh, thank you, Father. Fire on the grinder. Father, fire on me in Jesus' name. Broom de ki haba sandere de ki ataka senge. Ranta se bendere de ki ataka chiki andra tama sende. Broom basse ki andra de ki sandara katanda. Rembandere de ki ataka shiki indende de. Randa ki ataka kata kara. Fire on you guys as well. Amen. Boko rondo kosende. Fire, fire, fire. The Holy Ghost fire on us. Tokoronde. 
Father, burn out all the dross, anything that is not of your will, anything that is hindering. Father, in the name of Jesus, fire, fire, fire. Fire, 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 fire. Rondo